Welcome to the SBCN Small Biz Podcast, your connection to the small business community. Thanks for listening. We're dedicated to bringing you the best small business trends and tips. Visit us online at sbcncanada.org to find other ways we can help your small business flourish. It's Linda Ocar-Jenner here with another SBCN Small Biz Podcast. And today I have an extraordinary guest in the sense that this guy likes numbers. So I'd like to introduce Peter Pillock from Pathway Accounting and Bookkeeping Services. Hello, Peter. Hello, Linda. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm very excited. I'm very excited because I don't like numbers. So if we didn't, yeah, if we didn't have people like you in the world, what would we do? So first of all, um, did you always like numbers and things when you were at school? So uh, in school, I have to be honest, math was my nemesis all throughout school. I did well with science and I did well with English and I did well with history. But once uh, it came to math class, uh, I... Uh, it was my deficiency. So it's ironic that I'm working with numbers day in and day out. But I have learned to love them. Well, I'm glad you love them because I don't love them. (laughs) So, Peter, I believe you had a a topic you wanted to chat with me uh, about today, if I'm not wrong, and I could be wrong. You never know with me. (laughs) Uh, So, no, I thought today we would talk about why it's important to keep your numbers accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I came across a meme the other day, and uh, it basically said accountant, noun, and then the definition of an accountant is someone that that, cre- that creates good records from questionable information. <laughs> and oftentimes, um, w- w- I have no problem with the good information from the numbers I'm given, but oftentimes uh, clients and customers don't know really what I need, what we need to give them good numbers. Okay. So is that a bit like me where I put my receipts in a shoebox and get all confused? <laughs> yes. Um, actually, in, in some cases, Linda, uh, a shoebox is a step up. I have a lot of people <laughs> that just hand me a bank statement and say, well, this is everything that I spent, which, <laughs> which is good. <laughs> but uh, you, you need the receipt to go with the bank statement. So, so how do you how do you get your clients to understand what's important? Because you've been in business a while, and you're very good at what you do. So, what's the magic? Okay. So, the magic is simply telling them what they need to do. Most people are really receptive, and most people, once they know what the goal is it's much easier to achieve said goal. Mm-hmm. So we like to educate our clients by simply telling them, hey, you may not think that's important, but that gas receipt, that is really important because it has uh, some information on there that, that I need. Plus, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If, if your accountant or bookkeeper is good, they're going to save you money with the receipts that you didn't think you needed to have. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, 
it sounds easy then. I'm sure you don't have a problem getting people to understand it. <laughs> <laughs> Understanding is the easy part. The hard part is uh, once they know what they need to do, we still have to do it. So we're still, uh, one of our core beliefs at Pathways to educate our clients. And so we're constantly um, educating them with example, you know, why you need to save your receipts. Mm -hmm. um, so it takes a little while, but eventually a lot of our clients finally get the point. And my cat is playing with my hand, so bear with me. Oh, I've left my cat at home today. <laughs> so, um, Pathway, beautiful yes. name. I think it's Thank lovely. Um, so how, how do you help your clients by not, not, you know, I know you want them to give you the receipts and all the rest of it. How else do you help your clients? Why do we need you, Peter? So one of the the uh, lesser known things, so the the bottom line is every business has inefficiencies. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter if you're the smallest business or the largest uh, multinational corporation. There are inefficiencies. Mm -hmm. Without a solid set of numbers, you'll never find the worst inefficiencies. You'll, you'll, you may have a gut feeling, but mm. you'll never know for sure. If I, if I can tell a little story. Please, yes. So I had one client. Um, he was doing okay. He was a he manufacturer. He manufactured uh, a part that he was pretty much one of the only people that manufactured it. Some... Uh, specialized industrial part I can't remember exactly mm -hmm. but it was a good chunk of his sales when he brought his books into me the first time we took a look at his numbers and his bottom line didn't show much of a profit so what we did was um we, we, first thing we did is we told them, if we need information, we can't wait till year end to get information. We need it more frequently. So we increased the amount of time we were doing his books. So we set up a monthly, all his invoices come in every month, and we, we, uh, we would post them, and then I would look at the results. And almost immediately, by classifying expenses, and uh, we found out that his star product was not making any money. He hadn't priced oh. it correctly. Oh, wow. So what we did was we made some tweaks to his pricing structure, and we were able to turn his pricing structure, and we were able to tweak some of his expenses because he was a little fast and loose with the expenses for this product, thinking it made a lot of money. So we were able to tighten up the expenses, and we were able to raise the price slightly, and he, he, he had a – the product was a winner. He, he knew it was going to be, but now that money was filtering through to his bottom line, which wow. it wasn't before. But we can only do that if we have the information. Also, question, as the business owner, didn't his, his revenue or, you know, the money he made, whatever you want to call it, didn't it show that he was losing instead of, you know? So I mean? it, it did, but he wasn't paying attention. Uh, he didn't know what to look for. So mm -hmm. we pinpointed that. It took us about three months to get the accurate number. Mm -hmm. And we I knew almost right away after looking at the first month's information that there was something not right. Mm -hmm. 
you you don't want to speculate. You want to you want to make sure you have all the information. So after about three months of taking a look at the expenses and and uh, including things like overhead, which a lot of people don't understand how to include overhead in your pricing structure, and a lot of the uh, uh, cost accounting techniques, we're able to fix. We we're able to give him the golden goose that he thought he had. Now, overhead, you mentioned overhead. So you said a lot of people don't understand how to do that. So, you know, can you give us a quick overview? Is that okay? Sure. So overhead is basically uh, what you require to, to make your product. It's That's a simplification. But mm-hmm. so it, it's, in, it's your office or your factory floor, or in case of a factory, it's probably your office and your factory floor. Mm-hmm. It could be, depending on the product, or it could be the oil that keeps your machines running. Uh, Things that you need to have in order to operate your business. So that cost needs to be, to effectively price a product needs to be broken down so that when you uh, cost out your service or product, you're making sure that that's included. Your overhead is included. And there are a number of different ways of doing that that are, probably beyond the scope of our 15-minute talk. So what I'm seeing from this is that we should come to you really very early in our business startup where we've got the products and services where you can actually assist us with the very beginning, like the overheads that we didn't even really take into account because we're so happy to sell the product. Would that be right? That is exactly right. There's a, 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 a saying with accountants that just because you're, you, can, you can sell your uh, product for $3 mm-hmm. doesn't mean if it costs you $4 to sell your product, you're not going to stay in business. So, no. but, but $3 for someone making, say, uh, a muffin, that may look like, wow, this is great. A $3 muffin, Tim Hortons is only $1.50. Mm-hmm. But if your muffin costs you $3.40 to make because you make quality muffins, mm-hmm. you can't sell it for $3 and survive. So so do, do many uh, people, when they're first starting the business, come to people like you, Peter, and your partner? Do they, do they know to come to you? Or do some of them come when it's a little bit late and they've lost a bit of money, do you think? I mean... So we have both. We have people who are curious about starting a business and they're not sure where to begin. And we have a process that we walk people through. So I don't want to call it a coaching because it's more, uh, everything's coaching nowadays. And that's, that's great. Yeah, we, coaching is, is excellent. It is. Yeah. But this is, that's not the word I know that you're, you're yeah. wanting to use. I understand. Yeah. Would you say basically you are, you are running them through the basics that they might not think about. I can't yeah. think of another word, yeah. Yeah, so if I could if I could use a sports team analogy. So a sports team has multiple coaches. Uh, there's the head coach, and then there are a number of other coaches that have responsibility. In the mm-hmm. grand scheme of things, one of the roles that we fill is the trainer. So he's the guy that he goes through the techniques with you. So, hey, you need to know how to do a crescent kick like a, a footballer. Mm-hmm. And the trainer will make, or the, the techniques coach, beg your pardon, the techniques coach is showing you how to do that. And mm-hmm. where our role we see is 
we're going to show you how to cost your products. We, we wow. could do it for you, but we would much rather give you the tools and tell you how to cost your product. That's uh, amazing, what, Peter. You know, I don't think a lot of people understand that. Well, uh, one of the common problems with pricing your product and service, people who offer service, mm-hmm. um, are, are uh, um, this is a common problem for people with a service problem. They say to themselves, I yeah. want to make $50,000 this year. Yeah. Great goal. Excellent goal. But then they they divide 52, they divide the 50,000 by 52 weeks, maybe 50 weeks because you want to take two weeks holidays. So you need to make $1,000 a week. And then you uh-huh. want to divide that by 40. So now you're great. I have to charge $50 an hour, which is great, yeah. except you're not going to be working 40 hours a week, <laughs> 50 weeks a year. Even even when you're running full tilt, you're only going to be working about 30. So uh, pricing a service is just as complicated as uh, another product. You can say that again. You know, when I started my first business, I, I had gone back to school before to, to be a secretary and I started my, my facial steps business. And basically, I did simply accounting, but I knew there was yeah. more to accounting and starting a business. Luckily... Uh, the other co-founder of the SBCN helped me along there, but we soon realized we needed somebody like you. We needed somebody to walk us through the steps because Dave working in the corporate world, he worked with budgets and stuff like that. But, you know, Peter, I can understand now why you stand out from the crowd, you and your partner at Pathways, because it's not just about the numbers in the sense of giving you the receipts. You do everything. It's amazing. We 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 really want to. We really like working with small business to bring to maximize the their their um, productivity and profitability. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, it, it's our opinion that the best way to build a strong community is with a strong small business mm-hmm. sector and. A lot of the techniques that we use with Pathway are the same techniques that multinational big corporations use with their finances. We're, we don't need to get as detailed as they do, but no. some of the, especially when it comes to product costing and um, even some of the, the ways we, we utilize your expenses, the same type of techniques that larger corporations have been using for years. That, that's, that's, you know what? Um, you've been a member now, haven't you, through COVID, and we meet at the in-person meetings now. But I've never really had the chance, because we host the meetings, Dave and myself, to get to the nitty-gritty of this. But again, you know, in closing, please take a couple of minutes to, you know, add a message to the people out there who may be looking for your kind of help. I mean, how do they find people like you? Because obviously not everybody can come to you, Peter, because obviously... You know, this this goes across Canada. But how can they find somebody that will do it all like you guys do? So you you don't necessarily have to look for a CPA. I'm not a CPA, but mm-hmm. you want to look for. Um, so there are a few types of different businesses that do similar work to us. There's basically data entry bookkeepers, which is a v- extremely valuable service, mm-hmm. and. Um, what we do is we can do the data entry bookkeeping, but we can also, you, you, you want to look for someone that can look at the numbers and mm-hmm. give you uh, some answers. What, one of the, the things that makes Pathway special is 
between uh, my partner, Lisa, and myself, we have a, a lot of business experience, probably 30, close to 30 years each in a variety of different businesses where we were employees and where we ran businesses. And, and so we have um, a lot of experience to offer. Yes. And so when you're looking for someone, look for someone with some a variety of experiences, particularly someone uh, with some experience in your field. Mm-hmm. Amazing. You know, you've taught me a lot today. Luckily, I don't have to deal with any of this. <laughs> uh, but basically, I'd love to do this again when we have both have time because I'm sure there's a lot more, Peter, there, that you would is. love. Yeah, that you would love to share with us. So I'm going to say thank you very much. And to our listeners out there, how can people who are, say, local enough uh, who want to work with you, Peter, how can they contact you? So they can visit our website at planwithpathway.ca and all of our contact information is there. That's the easiest way to to, uh, meet me. Mm-hmm. The second easiest way is to come out to the SPCN monthly oh. meetings. <laughs> oh, you are sweet. You are sweet. Now, you're based in Kitchener, Ontario, correct? Correct. Okay. You've got a beautiful office space. Uh, I believe it's Victoria Street. It is. That's amazing. You know, I'm going to yeah. come and have to visit you one day when I slow down. Anytime. <laughs> but thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your time. And we look forward to doing this again. Until then, um, really have a great day. I will. You too, Linda. Thank you.